Hey friends, this week I've got a challenge for you. I want you to take a break. Seriously. Even though it might seem counterintuitive or counterproductive, taking breaks during your day can actually help you be more productive. Powering through when you're feeling sluggish and the creativity just isn't there is a prime example of working harder, not smarter. So this week, I challenge you to take an intentional break every single day. And if you're looking for break-taking inspiration that is so much more fulfilling than just scrolling your phone, keep listening for a buffet of five breaks that'll help you refresh, recharge, and rock and roll through your day. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode of It's About Time. Until then, here's episode 42, which originally aired on August 18th, 2020. Productivity's Secret Superhero, Five Ways to Take a Better Break. Hey friends, and welcome to episode 42 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies for work, life, and balance. I'm your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about the power of the pause. Taking breaks, as in not working for a period of time during your day. Now, you might be scratching your head and thinking, wait, isn't this a podcast about productivity? Shouldn't we just power through and get things done? Aren't breaks just a form of wasting time or being lazy? What if I don't have time to take breaks? If you're thinking, thanks, but no thanks, Anna, I don't need breaks to be productive, I encourage you to stick with me and keep an open mind. Chances are, whether you're working from home or reporting to an office, you're just not taking enough breaks during your workday. Both settings definitely present their own unique challenges, and that's why in this episode, I'm giving a refresher on why breaks actually make us more productive, plus a buffet of five super easy breaks that you can start taking today. No excuses. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and listening in the car while you're running errands or doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to take a break and stop what you're doing and take notes on all of this great break info. Don't worry. I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes from the five types of breaks, plus links to any of the resources I mentioned. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 42. That's a four and a two. (laughs) All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. 2.55 p.m. Regardless of whether you're a morning person or a night owl, there's one thing we all have in common, and that's 2.55 p.m. 
Research has uncovered that 2.55 p.m. is the lowest energy point in the day for most workers. In fact, the whole afternoon is just one big mess. In the afternoon, we're more likely to make mistakes. We're more likely to be in a traffic accident. We're more likely to be dishonest. And we're even less likely to wash our hands. In terms of productivity, afternoons are just the worst. And if you've ever slogged through a complicated project while your eyes are crossing and you're chugging coffee, then you know exactly what I mean. Taking a break, especially a true restorative break, can help keep you on your toes and keep the mistakes at bay. And while most of us are at our worst during the post-lunch hours, we actually need breaks all throughout the day. One study actually found that the ideal break length for peak productivity is 17 minutes for every 52 minutes you work. So that's 52 minutes on and 17 minutes off. And to think that back in the day when I worked the J. Crew sales floor selling button-down shirts and chinos, that I got one single measly 15-minute break in a four-hour shift. Most of us just don't take enough breaks during the day, and our work, our productivity, and our focus suffers as a result. Now, you might be thinking, okay, 17 minutes every hour is a little much. I've got work to do. Well, here's the thing. On average, in an eight-hour workday, most people are only productive for about three hours of the day. Three out of eight. Where do those other five hours go? Well, time is lost in transitions, moving from one meeting to the next, wrapping up one project and starting a new one. Time is lost with interruptions and spent regaining focus. It actually takes around 29 minutes to regain your focus every time you experience an interruption. Time is lost in meetings that could have been emails, and time is definitely lost managing emails. In fact, at the current rate of information being zipped around the interwebs, it takes the typical American knowledge worker at least 90 minutes a day just to process new info coming in via email, DMs, Slack, and whatever newfangled channels people are using these days. 90 minutes just for the new stuff. In addition to the lost time, we as humans just aren't programmed to concentrate for eight hours nonstop. Without breaks, we start to suffer from decision fatigue, lack of focus, and not to mention damaged eyes from all of the screen staring. When we take breaks, we make better decisions, we have more creative ideas and innovative solutions, and we can actually stay focused for longer periods of time. Taking breaks also strengthens our short-term and our associative memory. And that's the memory that helps you put a face with a name, by the way. Raise your hand if you're terrible at that. When you're so deep into a project, it can be easy to lose sight of what you're actually working toward. You get lost in the weeds, as they say. Well, taking a break and stepping away for a bit helps you refocus on the bigger picture. 
So if you're hearing all of these amazing benefits and you want to start making breaks an intentional part of your day, here are five simple types of breaks inspired by the book Win by Daniel Pink. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes that you can start taking today. Those five breaks are micro breaks, moving breaks, nature breaks, social breaks, and mental breaks. First up, micro breaks. Basically, something is better than nothing at all. If we stay head down in a single task for too long, like I said, it's possible to lose sight of the overarching goal that we're trying to achieve. Short breaks help us maintain focus and reactivate our commitment to a goal. And frequent short breaks are more effective than occasional ones. Something is better than nothing at all. So here are three ways to take micro breaks. First, use the 20-20-20 rule. Here's how it works. Before you start a task, especially one that requires a lot of focus, set a timer. Then every 20 minutes, look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. This rests your eyes and improves your posture, both of which can fight fatigue, and you're able to jump right back in where you left off. Another way is to take a water walk. If you keep a giant water jug on your desk, get a smaller one. And when you take a walk to refill it, you get hydration, motion, and restoration. And the third type of micro break is to stand and stretch. Stand up, move around, stretch, wiggle, dance, whatever, sit back down, the end. Next up, moving breaks. Moving is better than sitting still. One study on breaks found that walking around for five minutes each hour can boost energy levels, sharpen your focus, improve your mood throughout the day, and reduce feelings of fatigue in the late afternoon. All of that in just five minutes of walking around? I mean, why not? These short bursts of energy can be so much more effective than a single 30-minute walk. So consider carving out mini bursts of physical activity during your day. Three ways to move. First, take a five-minute walk once an hour. Set a timer. Repeat. Easy enough. Next, do some yoga. If you're in an office setting, just Google office yoga for ways to get the benefits without going into full downward dog in your pencil skirt. And finally, drop and give me two. Two push-ups, just two. Do this once a day until two feels super easy. Then up it to four. Who knows, you might be busting out 50 push-ups at once by this time next year without even breaking a sweat. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. 
in my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. The third type of break is a nature break. Get some fresh air. Taking a break outside may replenish us the most. People who take short walks outdoors return with better moods and greater replenishment than people who walk indoors. If you're stuck inside, even looking out the window or being near indoor plants can be restorative. If you're in the South during the summer, like I am here in Louisiana, consider stepping outside for a few minutes with a glass of ice water. Take a few deep breaths and head back inside before you sweat to death and need to take a shower break. Three types of nature breaks for you. Take a walk around the block. Again, disclaimer, if you're in the South, be careful. <laughs> Next, sit on a bench outside your office and take a book. And if you're working from home, just go sit outside. Whether you've got a front porch swing, a rocking chair, or front steps, just head outside, have a seat, enjoy the break. And if it's storming outside, or if your office has no windows, well, look at some indoor plants. Put a few little succulents on your desk. Seriously, anything green and living can be restorative. So I once worked in this miserable building where my office was actually a converted conference room. So my office itself had no windows. And to make matters worse, the hallways on my floor had no windows. So if I wanted to see any kind of sunshine or plant life or anything, I either had to go in someone else's office to look out their window or take the elevator all the way down from the 10th floor to the first floor. To bring some nature inside, I had a small plant in my office named Robert. He was as helpful as he could be, but nothing was better than heading outside for a quick walk and to get some real sunshine. The fourth type of break is a social break. And I don't mean social media. A break with a buddy is better than going solo. And if you have a preference for introversion, alone time can definitely be rejuvenating. Even as an extrovert, I need alone time too. I totally get that. However, 
research on restorative breaks points to the benefit of spending time with others, especially when we can choose who we're taking a break with. Social breaks are shown to reduce stress, physical strain, and job turnover. So here are three ways to take a social break. Pick up the phone. Give someone a call who you haven't talked with in a while to catch up. Or write someone a handwritten note. Gratitude is very restorative. Another option is to schedule a regular walk with colleagues that you like. And if you work from home, find another work from home warrior and schedule a phone chat walk and talk once or twice a week. Even better if they're an accountability partner and you can check in on each other's goals and progress. And another way to take a social break if you can't find anyone to go take a walk with you is to go grab a coffee or another delicious afternoon beverage and bring back one for a friend. Surprise a buddy stuck at their desk or pop in on a work from home friend who lives nearby and chat for a bit. And finally, the last type of restorative break, mental breaks. Give your brain a rest. Concentration and deep work is tough. That's why it's often the most valued, most important work that we do. This type of break helps you clear out the cobwebs, make subconscious connections that help with problem solving, and they allow your mind to wander, which is so important for our creativity and innovation. So here are three ways to take a mental break. First, you can meditate. Google guided meditation for some ideas or try an app like Calm or Headspace. Or you could try controlled breathing. Inhale and take a deep breath. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. And repeat for a total of 10 breaths. And finally, this is your permission to lighten up and watch some funny dog videos, read a comic strip, send a meme to your BFF, and just have a laugh. So, so far, we've covered why we need to take breaks, five different types of breaks you can take, and 15 different examples of those five breaks, ranging from 20 seconds with the 20-20-20 rule to a 17-minute outdoor walk to however long that funny dog video is that you have pulled up right now. But regardless of how you take your break or how long you take your break, there's one rule that rules them all, and that's to go tech-free. I know. What are breaks for if not for checking Instagram? But here's the thing. This will probably not surprise you at all, but whenever we take a break from our work, we often try to multitask that break with something else. Checking email, checking social media, discussing a work issue. Whenever your break still includes work or tech, it doesn't register as a restorative break to your brain. It still counts as work. So you don't get the true benefit of taking the break. Whenever people think of breaks as wasted time, a break that's multitasked with work is still work. And that is definitely wasted time. You don't step back into the work any more refreshed than when you stepped out. What's the point? So challenge yourself to take a true tech-free, work-free break 
to get the full restorative benefits. You can do it. I know you can. And look, while there's no such thing as the perfect break, if you get crazy and decide to combine all five of these breaks at once, that might look like taking a short walk with a friend outside to talk about something besides work and consider leaving your phone behind. All right, so there you have it. Breaks, the underrated secret productivity superhero of our days, plus 15 different types of breaks that you can start taking today. No excuses. Just like Eliza said to Mr. Nonstop Alexander Hamilton in Act 2 of Hamilton, take a break. I'd love to know which type of break you'll be taking this week, so head over to the It's About Time podcast community over on Facebook and let us know. You can find it in the show notes or by going straight to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash community. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 42. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Talk to you soon and go take a break. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.